Welcome to the Crafting and Coffee Podcast with Amy Latta Creations. Let's get inspired. Hi, friends, and thanks for tuning in today. I'm your hostess, Amy Latta, and you can find me at amylattacreations.com, where I share all kinds of DIY projects, crafts, hand lettering tutorials, and you can find me on social media at amylattacreations. I am excited to talk to you today about a topic that up until recently I knew very little about, and that is co-working. So the topic today, um, it's called A Beginner's Guide to Co-working, What, Why, and How? If you're anything like I was a few months ago, when I say co-working, you really don't have much of an idea what that's all about. And today my hope is that you will get an idea of what it really means, how to do it, why to do it, and how it could be beneficial to you and your business. So basically, if we start at the beginning, uh, co-working is essentially when folks who are self-employed or who are working from home, who are not in a standard nine-to-five desk job kind of environment, get together with the purpose of being productive in their own individual respective jobs. So, you know, it's not getting together for social hour. It's getting together with uh, the intent of getting your work done just with someone else present. This is great for entrepreneurs. It's great for anyone who typically has trouble working from home um, or just gets lonely working from home. It can be for someone who has a side hustle. Maybe you have a nine to five job, but you've also started selling your crafts or your artwork on the side. Um, It could be for anything that's portable, whether it's art, whether it's crochet or knitting that you do. Maybe you make digital art. Maybe you're writing a book. Maybe you're trying to just do your bills, your weekly finances, or maybe you're doing your taxes. It's anything that you would be doing usually by yourself in the comfort of your home. Um, But for several reasons, co-working can be more beneficial than that environment. So the first reason why you might want to consider co-working is because it provides you with a set work time, a routine, and it minimizes your distractions. I find for myself that as much as I love being my own boss and I love having the flexibility to work from home, to set my own hours, to work in my pajamas, sometimes there's a flip side to that that's pretty negative, which is the fact that I'm not always the most self-motivated person. Uh, Sometimes I would much rather just sit and snuggle my cat on the couch while I play Facebook games and, you know, I catch up on Instagram. I can get going down a rabbit hole really easily. And so this provides, you know, a set time that says, okay, now it's time to work. You can do that other stuff on your own time, but from this time to this time, you're going to be productive. Minimizing distractions is just as important because when I'm at home, even when my kids are in school and I have the house to myself, there is always laundry to be done. There's always a dishwasher to be emptied and refilled. There are always beds to be made. There are always things around the house that I feel like I need to do, even if at the same time I have a work deadline that I also need to do. I find that it can be really hard for me to turn off the 
wife and mom part of my brain when I'm in my house because I'm looking at those things that need to be done. Maybe I'm working at the kitchen table and I can literally see my counter that has, you know, dirty dishes piled up on it. And I feel this inner compulsion to go and wash those dishes before I do anything else. Whereas folks who actually go to the office every day, like my husband, they can leave that stuff behind. They go to their office and be productive. Those of us that work from our homes or do whatever our side hustle is from our homes know that it can be really difficult because we have things competing for our attention. That's not even to mention if you have kids in the mix or (laughs) demanding animals who are constantly interrupting and mama, 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 where's my sock? Where's my shoe? I can't find this. Can you play with me? Um, Getting a set work time in a set place that's not your home can really help you to focus in and hone in on what it is that you need to do for your work. The second reason why co-working can be really beneficial is because it provides accountability. Um, You know, if you have to tell someone else, this is what I'm going to accomplish today, you feel a lot more compelled to get it done than when you just have a to-do list in your head. Saying it out loud, writing it down, telling this other person who's going to periodically check in with you and say, oh, did you finish such and such yet, can be really helpful. I know one of the things that has been on my to-do list is there's one image left that I had to redo for my fourth book, Hand Lettering for Faith, which comes out in October. Um, Part of the text got a little bit smushy and the publisher said, oh, we really want you to redo this one so it looks its best. And I just kept putting it off. I don't know why. I love to do the illustrations. I love to draw them. But for whatever reason, I kept putting that off and doing other things instead when I was at home. So recently, when I was co-working with my friend Jenna, who I will tell you more about in a little bit, um, I had told her I need to do this illustration. And in that particular session, I had a list of other things that needed to be done as well. And I did those things and didn't get to the illustration before it was time to leave. So in the meantime, you know, um, in between our co-working sessions, I kept putting it off at home, didn't do it, didn't do it. So when we got back together... I had to say, oh, I haven't done this yet. I have to do this illustration today. And she could be there and say, hey, why don't you start with that? Or let me see your illustration. Let me watch you get started doing it. It's really helpful to have that other person there holding you accountable to the things that you have to do. It also helps to keep you accountable to not go down those rabbit holes. Part of my job and her job as well involves social media. It involves posting to Facebook, posting to Instagram, sharing those things for your business, getting them out there. So I have to be on those sites, but I don't have to click on the what kind of cheese are you quiz. I don't have to take the personality test. I don't have to look at my friend's photo album from their trip to Puerto Rico. I don't have to click on the, you know, who are the Big Bang Theory cast partners in real life, which I did today. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I don't need to do any of those things. And all of those things are keeping me from doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. They're distracting me from my productivity. But when I'm sitting there and Jenna's sitting right next to me, And we can see each other's computer screens. I can say, hey, what are you doing on Facebook? Is that your work or is that something that you just went down a rabbit hole? And she can do the same for me because it's so easy to do. All those sites, Pinterest is the same way. They just suck you in. And goodness knows I'm as susceptible as the next person, maybe more to that. And so it's so helpful to have somebody who can kind of 
figuratively slap you on the back of the head and say, hey, rabbit hole, hey, rabbit hole, and focus you back on what you're supposed to do. The final thing, um, well, at least the final one that we're going to talk about today that can be really beneficial about co-working is that it can provide feedback for you for the things that you're doing. Even if you have vastly different jobs, which Jenna and I do, the other person can still provide an objective set of eyes and ears when you need it. So for example, a few weeks ago during one of our co-working sessions, One of the things I needed to get done was I wanted to create some hand-lettered printables that I could offer for free download on my blog, my website, and I came up with a few things that I wanted to do, and then I kind of ran out of ideas, and I was like, hey, Jenna, what would you want to print out in your home? What kind of spring sayings? What would you like? So Jenna actually has a pet bunny. So she said, hey, what about something like some bunny loves you? And sure enough, I turned it into a printable using an image of the little bunny peep. And then to go along with it, I made a chillin' with my peeps. Um, So her feedback was helpful to me and I actually ended up turning it into a printable. Just today, I got some feedback from her on some art that I was doing, and she asked for some feedback from me regarding her taxes. It didn't have to do with numbers, thankfully. (laughs) It was more about how should I organize this spreadsheet, but that kind of feedback is what you can bounce off of each other when there's physically another person there. I often find that I'm curious what would my audience like to see, what would they like to download, or you know, if I create a piece of art, does this look balanced? How do you like the colors? How do you like the fonts? And someone doesn't need to be an artist or a blogger to give me that feedback. It's just a pair of eyes and ears to look at it and to say, oh, this is what I think. So those are three really great reasons that you might want to consider co-working. It's that set work time with minimal distractions, providing you motivation and accountability, and feedback when you need it. So that's a quick what and why we might want to co-work. That brings us to how do we actually do it. So the first part of doing this is choosing a friend. And I'm going to suggest that you choose just one, unless you want to have different co-working sessions with different people to try it out and see what works best for you. I would not recommend getting a big group together to do this because the more people you have, the more chance that it's going to turn into social hour, which although really fun, could not um, be the most productive thing that you do with your time. So since our goal is to get work done, We want to choose one friend, and this just should be someone else who needs the same thing in their life and in their business, someone else who has things to do outside of an office environment, and they want that accountability, they want that structure, they want that feedback. I would suggest that you choose someone that you know fairly well and are comfortable around, because the trickiest part about co-working is that there's a balance between talking and being silent. A lot of the time, I would say probably 80-85% of the time that Jenna and I spend in a co-working session is quiet. We're sitting there working on our respective laptops or iPads or for me, pen and paper, uh, but whatever it is, you know, we're just silently working side by side. So you need someone that you can feel comfortable being silent with. Sometimes if it's someone you don't know very well, um, someone who's not 
really a friend yet, that can be kind of awkward. So you want somebody who is comfortable enough to be quiet in your presence. Um, But at the same time, someone with whom it's easy to converse. Um, Jenna and I, you know, as we're doing our work and something comes up, something that makes us laugh or something that we have a question about or we need that feedback from each other, we can feel free to interrupt and say, oh, hey, take a look at this. Both of us are totally fine with that. And then after we have our little conversation, we get right back to work. So you want somebody that you're comfortable talking with and just being with. Remember, you don't have to box yourself in by searching for someone who does the exact same thing that you do. Jenna is not an author, a blogger, or a professional artist. In fact, she and her husband are musicians. She recently left her full-time job as a GT teacher and is pursuing music full-time. So um, she is amazingly talented, as is her husband. Their band is called Wild Harbors, and they just released their first album called Monument, which you can find on iTunes and Spotify. They're on Pandora now, which is super cool. Uh, I was teasing her today, you know, not everybody gets to sit down for coffee with their Pandora influences. <laughs> but um, so her job is vastly different from mine, and that's okay. Uh, her goals are different from what I'm doing, but we're able to make it work. You also want to choose a place. Once you have the person, you need a place where you both feel comfortable working. And I recommend that it's not either of your homes. Because remember, we want to minimize those distractions. We, (laughs) it sounds terrible to say, but we don't want to be around your family. And we don't want to be where you can see your dirty dishes and the dirty laundry. We want to be in a place where you can say, okay, this is set aside for working. So there are several different options that you can consider as spaces for co-working. Uh, one is that you could actually find a co-working space. Uh, believe it or not, such places exist. Um, typically, it's usually more in downtown city kind of areas. Um, And my first introduction to co-working is actually that I held a hand lettering workshop at a co-working space in Frederick, Maryland. And I was like, wait, what? what is this place? It had sort of a coffee house vibe without the coffee, which of course didn't score any points with me. Um, But it was a very cool, chill kind of place to go and you could rent space there. Uh, The downside is that you pay for the space by the hour um, and that there's no coffee, (laughs) but it's um, a cool place that's set aside to be sort of an office type environment for people to co-work together. Um, Another option obviously is an actual local coffee house. Uh, Jenna and I like to meet at Starbucks because we both love their drinks. Um, And since this is the Crafting and Coffee podcast, I feel like it's only appropriate to tell you that when I am co-working, I have my standard drink, which is an iced salted caramel mocha, non-fat, no whip with extra drizzle. Even though they don't have the salt all year, you can still get it if they don't know how to make it. Just tell them it's an iced mocha with toffee nut syrup and caramel drizzle. Um, Jenna is not a huge fan of the sweet drinks, so she either gets an iced coffee, a flat white, or one of those new cloud latte or macchiatos, whatever those are. Um, So that's her recommendation. But we like to be where we can get coffee and where we can get treats. Um, We both enjoy treats of the sweet potato variety. I like the sweet potato chips. She loves the sweet potato cupcakes. And so um, when we 
accomplish a goal, like today when she finished um, all the things that she needed to submit to the accountant for her taxes, she celebrated with a sweet potato cupcake. So it's nice to be someplace where you can treat yourself a little bit. Um, you can also think about meeting at a library. That's a good place to do your co-working. Um, so lots of options, just somewhere that isn't your home. That would be my suggestion. The next thing is to choose a time. You can either have a weekly standing date, a monthly date, or you can be flexible. Um, Jenna and I tend just to message each other on Facebook and say, hey, when's a good time for you to co-work? And we figure out something that works with both of our schedules because for both of us, they're always changing. Um, the important thing here, I think, is that for each co-working time that you set a beginning and an ending time. So both of you know this is when it starts, this is when it ends. Um, it can be one hour, it can be three hours, it can be whatever you need and whatever you're able to do. Uh, today Jenna and I started at 11 o'clock and we finished up at 2.15 but we knew that those were our parameters and we were going to get done as much as we could within that time. Once you actually meet together, I think the first thing that you should do um, is to share your goals for the day with each other because that helps you to be able to keep each other accountable and to check in throughout the session and say, how are your taxes coming or how's that illustration coming or have you scheduled all your pins for this week? And then get down to work. You can schedule other social time to be with your friend and chat and catch up. This is work time, so you want to make sure that you're getting down to work. Like I said, it's totally okay to chat some in the middle. You want to do that. Um, you want it to be a friendly and fun and positive environment. Um, but remember that at the end of the day, this is about being productive and getting your work done. So, you know, schedule a coffee date for the next day, but this is time to do your work. Uh, so I hope that that answers some questions for you. Um, if you've heard about co-working and we're kind of wondering what it is, or maybe if you've never heard about it at all, hopefully this answers some questions for you about what it is, why it could be beneficial for you, and how to actually go about starting to do it. Um, if you're looking for someone to try it with, I would suggest, you know, reaching out to some friends who work for themselves or some friends who have a side hustle going on. Or you could put something up on your Facebook and just say, hey, I'm thinking about trying this. Is anybody interested? I think you might be surprised at what you find. Um, but I hope that this is something that can be helpful to you in your business. And if you have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out. I am at Amy Latta Creations everywhere on social media. Or you can always email me, amylattacreations at gmail.com. And I would be happy to share more with you about my experience and um, how this has helped my business. And don't forget, check out Jenna and her husband, Chris, the band Wild Harbors. And their CD is called Monument. You can find them everywhere that digital music is sold um, because Jenna is awesome and I love her and I think you're going to love their music too. Uh, so have a great week, guys, and stay crafty. Thanks for listening to the Crafting and Coffee Podcast with Amy Latta Creations. For more inspiration, check out amylattacreations.com.